Wait, did you hear? <gasps> no. We're diving into the juiciest celebrity profiles of all time. I'm Beatrice Hazelhurst. And I'm Ivana Ryder. This, this is Uncover Girl. I'm kicking off with an observation this week. Oh my god. I've had an observation. Go. Do it. Okay. The hotter the girl, the deeper the voice. That's true. Really think about it. Kendall, Miley, Gigi, Lily Rose Depp. Lily Rose Depp. Rihanna. Rihanna. It's I think Wait, that's does, a real Sid- thing. does Sydney Sweeney have a low voice? Yes. Yeah, yeah, she does. I mean, she's oh, does she? I can't. Now I, I can't, can't remember. remember it. I can't conjure it. Think yeah. about it. Yeah, that's true. I have okay. The, my theory is based on the fact that when you grow up hot, you don't need a higher voice to present more femme mm. and enticing to like the opposite sex, which is what like higher vocals have traditionally been associated with. You're like you're free. Yeah, you're free. Emma Chamberlain, Hadid sisters, yeah. Gigi and Bella. Yeah, both. Yeah, both. Both, do. both have a lot of voices. Yeah. Yeah. We've said this right. before. We struggle with like Gigi's voice because it always sounds like she's about to cry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always like, are you okay? Yeah. I'm do always, you want to hug? Yes. Yeah. I'm on the edge of my seat. Just. <laughs> do we have low voices? No, I, I, don't I think, think we're so. medium. I think we're really medium. Yeah. Did I tell you about my old voice that I had to listen to? No. What's your old voice? Oh, I had an God. old voice too. I had an old voice too. Okay. So fact checking the story that I started on three years ago, I had to listen to old interviews that I'd done. <gasps> It was one of the most painful experiences. I had to stop because it was so cringe. Wait, what was your old voice like? Oh my I, God. I knew you then. This, I, I can't recall. A, it was sick. Sick, <laughs> disgusting accent. No. That was this weird, like, transatlantic hybrid. <gasps> oh, of my a, God. Oh, and then mortgage. Yeah. Like, it was disgusting. <laughs> it actually, like... <laughs> full body writhing in pain listening to it and now my accent is so much more new zealand because my boyfriend's from new zealand even though we both live in america but back then i was fully immersed in just american culture so what i came up with was this sickening gross accent no but you okay this it is a real thing that you're affected by the people you live with and when i lived with my grandma my accent was way more present like in high school because I would like go home and speak only Macedonian and then come to school and I would be like, oh, hello, like, how is everybody? <laughs> like, apparently it's a real assimilation thing. So if you are more likely to adopt, <laughs> so embarrassing. if you're more likely to adopt an accent of the country where you're currently living, apparently it's, it's, it's a tactic of like making people feel more comfortable, like reducing the otherness in that social context if you don't like chris you know chris literally was like i'm gonna keep my accent as long as i can because i know it's hot and so he was like i'm gonna hold on to this with my like cold dead hands and he has the strongest new zealand accent as a result but to be fair in california as a single man with a foreign accent you are cleaning up like in the yeah, club that's so, so true. i i don't begrudge him that i think no. he he's well within his rights for me i went the other way it does make me want to die in hindsight because mm-hmm. it is so embarrassing. But you actually, you told me this when we, when you came and you like crashed at my old Silver Lake apartment at one point and we had spent when like- When I was living in New York? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we had spent, I think like three straight days together. And then on the third day, I was like, how are you? And you were, and you were like, you're actually doing that because you're trying to empathize with me. Yes. And I remember being like, <gasps> my dad will take on like an Asian twang no. when he's talking to anyone from no, East no. Asia. Yes. No. Yes. No. Researchers have said, if you tend to do that, it's because you have social anxiety and you're <laughs> trying to make people feel more comfortable, uh-huh. but it's, it does obviously often has the opposite effect whoa that's wild how yeah. we change how we change how I we evolve know. what's changed for you this week what's inspiring you this week a cabin in the woods i i spent yes oh my god a blissful four days last week in oregon in the like countryside of oregon um next to the columbia river gorge place. oh it's my god place. it was my first time there and we hold up, me and a dear friend hold up in a tiny little cottage in the woods, like truly like an 40 minutes off of a main road, up, 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 up the hills. And 
It was on an herb farm, the smell of fresh herbs everywhere, hundreds of butterflies flying around. You had such a cottagecore moment. Oh my, it was insane. No Wi-Fi, no service. No, no Wi-Fi, no, no, no electricity. What? When the okay, sun no, went, the, when the sun went down, we lights out. But you were in a house, you were in an Airbnb. Yes, but it's like very primitive. Like okay. no bathroom in the Airbnb. There's like a an outhouse. Yeah, there is an outhouse and no kitchen in the Airbnb. So you there, had your phone until it died. Obviously, yes, yeah. And there was um an outlet at the kitchen area, which was like a walk from the cottage. There was like a little outdoor kitchen situation with that had a fridge and like one set of outlets. So like we could charge our phones and then we could also charge it in the car. How did you eat? Um, we just had food in the fridge. No we way. we brought a rotisserie chicken with us and we just ate it like honestly animals in the woods. It is yeah. We were like heathen. tearing chicken bits and like eating them like in the grass. Like it wow. was yeah. And then we brought some like focaccia, some really nice cheese, and that was enough. That sustained us for how, how long? Three days. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you forget you forget. It, it felt very European to like grab a hunk of bread and like walk up to the area where the cheese was stored it's and like such <laughs> almond mom a little bit of rotisserie pig. oh i'm full oh. <laughs> oh too much oh my god no you would be laughing if you saw the size of the sandwiches we consumed every day they were like eight inches by eight inches that gives me peace of mind yeah no no we we're well fed you know me i'm serious about it <laughs> i feel like back to myself in a big way which i only get after i've gone camping or like that's how i grew up in the dirt so Gotta make my way back. Back to your roots, literally. Yeah. What's inspiring you? I've had a, a different experience. I've had a very anxiety-ridden week, no. Ivana. Yeah, it's been a tough week. Obviously, the trash fire that is our industry is burning oh brighter than God. ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just layoffs across the board. I got a letter from Vice saying they will not be paying my last invoice because they are bankrupt. And it's just been a, a lot of these kind of little things compounding, which obviously leads to like an overarching state of unease, uncertainty. But what's been really, what's really pulled me through is honestly, and this is the most self-indulgent inspiration ever, our podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> the last episode. Okay. So I edit the podcast. Usually I am, you know, very critical, judging the hell out of us for all the likes, the ums. And we've been working on those. I want to be upfront with the with the listeners that <laughs> we, we're aware and we're, we're trying we're trying we're trying thanks for hanging in there with us but yeah usually i i listen and i feel absolutely sick to my stomach of these two dumb bitches just gabbing <laughs> gabbing their way <laughs> but no this this most recent episode the weekend was so incredibly unhinged in terms of how horny we were throughout there are so many sexual references so many comparisons between hot men as if we could get any of them on any given day and it's just we just had to choose like how do we choose we were texting back and forth <laughs> last night i don't know about you i was screaming laughing out loud oh yeah when we were calling out all the different like when we put it all together when we realized how much we had spoken about hot men and the men that we preferred. The Damon and Stefan, the Jess or Dean or Logan. Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. This is ironically probably the only episode. I know we don't have a lot of straight listeners out there. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a straight man listening to us, honestly, we salute you. Bless and you. And send us your address because we will be sending a gift basket <laughs> of porn. Yeah. <laughs> videotaped porn from the oh 90s oh my god but no we we so deeply appreciate it because we know that you're probably like this is probably not truly aligned with all of your interests but last week's episode will absolutely be listened to by one straight man i mean we don't want to assume his sexuality but i am that's I'm true assuming. yeah we can't we can't that. assume we can't assume that and in many ways i am hoping that it that he's, gay. that he's at least on the queer spectrum yeah because i think he might just be straight oh in which case i mean so we are talking about dan edler the writer <laughs> the writer of the profile who we've been in touch with this is a bit of a sneak peek teaser moment he may in fact be coming on the pod tbd however he is going to listen to that one because it is the one that features his profile 
And I'm just very aware that all we do is talk about boys. We're like boy crazy on that episode. Yeah, we have crushes. We're crushing hard on that episode. The weekend's not even that hot. Like we're just, and it's so embarrassing. We're not even that hot. No, also like I want, I, it's not something we talk about. Like when you and I go to dinner. No. We are never, never talking about men. Not even the men in our lives. No. Rarely. We, we have nothing to say about the men. No, we're talking. We're we're talking about ideas. We're I talking about I've society. Nev- I've never asked you like, "How's your relationship?" No. And when I got when I went to New York recently, that was all I got asked. I know. And I thought, wow, I actually don't know how to answer this question because no one ever asked me. No, it. no, I'm I'm not interested. In I, know, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> neither. No, 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 no. I, I I of course I care. No, I know I, you're you know. you're not interested. That's yeah. totally fine. No, but it's just like I feel like you and I almost have an unspoken policy where we're like we're gonna talk about our our careers, our ambitions, our ideas. No. And so this was, it was really off brand for us, but listening to it back was very inspirational in the sense that it felt like a sleepover. It felt like two girls at a sleepover. Yeah. Starting the night with shots and ending the night under the stars, sleeping outside, looking at each other and being like, are we okay? Yeah. It was just a beautiful trajectory and I was very happy to be along for that ride. And it was a bright spot in my week. No, I completely understand. I felt the same way talking about it. If It lit a fire from within me. <laughs> Vanna said, should we re-record tomorrow and talk about Christ? <laughs> <laughs> I was just reading this medical journal and... <laughs> <laughs> you know that's the Hailey Bieber reference. I, of course, I knew yeah, the Hailey Bieber reference. Know, that's a that's a big callback to one yeah, of our it earlier is. episodes. It is, it is. Where <laughs> Hailey Bieber did a "What's in my bag" and pulled out a medical journal and was just like, "I love to stay educated." <laughs> but you oh know what? I I played the intro back to Chris and he said, "This is good." Fine. That's all I need to hear. And that is a straight man's stamp of approval. And truly, and not just any straight man, like a straight man that's into sports, oh, like yeah, a straight, yeah, 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 like a true one. Although his interests do run the gambit of sports and Les Miserables. That's so true. No, he's not one note. Oh my God, no. No, no. It is hilarious. It doesn't make any sense for an individual, but I he has feels a real connection to like Javert and Jean Valjean, which I, I won't, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna hate him for it. No, no, don't hate him for it. <laughs> oh, oh my God. And speaking of straight men who are multifaceted and bundles of joy... Sean Mendes? Sean Mendes. Here we are. Oh my God. <laughs> if you listen, Agos, if you listen to the show, if you love the show, if you've lived this show, you know that Sean Mendes crops up in almost every episode. He was in it last week. Yeah, he was. He was in it the week before. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll be in it probably next week. But this is the this is the one that's all about him. <laughs> Don't hate him for it. Yeah, no, no, no. So that's yeah. The funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Don't hate him for it. It's just it's not reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's I would like. <laughs> okay. It's never the things that really are that get us. I know. I wish I could say that we're not going to be talking about crushes, but it's sort of like we're going harder than ever before because this is our crush. This is our collective crush. This is my dream interview. Oh my god, man! I'm I'm manifesting it right now. You guys are gonna sit poolside, cabana. <sighs> Within the next couple of years. I hope this makes it to his publicist somewhere, somehow. I pray. Why he feels so special to us is because there is truly no critique. There's no counter argument. He's just goodness personified. I can't believe it. It's outrageous. That someone could be this famous and reach this level and be so inherently good feels totally foreign. And want to work on themselves. That's the thing. It's oh, like, I feel like there are one. He loves to work on himself. He is self-bettering day in, day out. Day in, day out. And I just feel like that's also the thing. It's like, it's one thing to be good and then be like, I'm super famous. I'm super talented and I'm super hot. And like, that's that. No. He's like, there's, I could do more. I can be better. I can feel better. I can, I can... I can be sweeter and kinder to my vocal cords. He's the weirdest combination of someone who knows he's hot, acknowledges it, and yet just doesn't buy into it or really believe in its power. Like who do you who can you speak to who is that hot and is is not just resting on their laurels? Like not many people. No. I no one comes to mind. No one comes to mind. No one comes to mind. I know. Best 
profile we've ever read. No, you're really in for a treat. It's like, if you're having a tough day, you're about to be having a better day. Oh, because some God. of the quotes that we're going to talk about. I um, hope that you are pumping iron at the gym. I yeah. hope that you are running. I hope that you are furiously cleaning the house. Because this is going to motivate you to a whole new level of achievement. Yep, 100%. So before we get into Sean, let me just set the scene. 2018. Big year. Beyonce. Huge year. Beyonce headlines Coachella. Iconic performance. Meghan, Markle, and Harry wed. Pete Davidson and Ariana get engaged <gasps> and then break up. Oh. <laughs> I, there was just something in the air. Oh my gosh, this was the year that Kim K exposed Taylor Swift <gasps> with the whole famous saga. Right. And Sean Mendes was really coming up like he he was rising fast he was rising fast and he had been rising fast for a while at the time of this profile he's 20 okay but he had been touring with taylor swift at age 16 she plucked him up and brought him okay does it any part of that for you feel i'm like an adult woman and he has like this 16 year old boy who's opening for me well okay i think i feel a little bit better about it because she was once that 16 year old girl like she her first tour she was 16 and she went with no 13 wasn't it with uh, rascal yeah. flash with rascal flash yeah 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 no totally maybe she's like this is my demo this is what the girls want they want like a heartthrob who's a teenager and like accessible to them yeah and it's clear she felt like a mentor to him so no mostly i just think like it, we really normalized um 16 being an adult in pop music hilarious child child but yeah so he had been on the come up for a while he started on vine <laughs> can you believe it's so chic i know and anyone who said it on vine is the chicest of them all I have a dear friend who was briefly Vine famous. No. And you'll meet her. I'm going to host an Aperol Spritz night at my house. Yeah. And you're coming because you were the one that showed me Aperol Spritzes. Uh, yeah, you'd never had one before. <laughs> I know. No, I, so I'd crazy. had them, but I didn't like them until Beatrice made one for me. Yeah. And then I went, what's this? This is the tastiest drink I've ever had. And now I order them all the time because of you. Oh, so, so I'm going to have one at my house and you're going to meet Al, who is my friend that was Vine famous. Coming up on the now defunct social media platform that predated TikTok. I mean, fabulous. It's fabulous. Yeah. You've got the mark of the beast. That's my one regret. No, not being many on regrets. Vine. Yeah. Yeah. I should have, I should have really shimmied on that. Yeah. Now that I'm in my cringe era, I can do anything. But back then, you know, I was so self-conscious. Yeah, exactly. And I thought this was really sweet. He learned how to play guitar by watching YouTube videos. He liked YouTube tutorials at 13. He's also from Canada. No surprise here. <laughs> Just another Canadian. Yeah. Killing he, it. I know. And he did the getting famous through YouTube covers. He covered Justin Bieber's As Long As You Love Me on Vine. And then it got like 10,000 likes and he got 10,000 followers. And then he was like off to the races. Because he tried the YouTube route, right? But yeah. it didn't work for him. Yeah. And he talks about how he like the vines that he would make that were like six seconds long would take him like six hours because he would finesse over like making it totally perfect. His like six seconds of an Ed Sheeran song. I need to tell you guys that is what I do when I'm trying to make these uncover gold TikToks. Yeah. The amount of sweat and <laughs> to get my 20 likes. I, I mean, it's, I completely relate to you, Sean. Yeah. And so in 2018, in this profile, he has released his self-titled Sean Mendez the album and it has hits on it such as Lost in Japan this is his sophomore album yes okay he had well no oh handwritten in 2015 okay he had illuminate in 2016 what was like stitches and treat you better on yep stitches um on his first handwritten 2015 okay which makes him what 17 no no wait what's 2018 is he Minus 1998? Three. He's he's 1998. You're right. 17. 17. 17 when you released. Stitches at 17? We just danced that before we started recording. We did, yeah. We oh, that up. song has legs. Yeah, it does. He has already made a name for himself. And so it makes a lot of sense that Rolling Stone is all over it. The writer of this profile, Patrick Doyle, is a fabulous music writer. I'm like totally obsessed with his work. And he's an editor, such like contributing editor to Rolling Stone, still is. And yeah, he's written maybe our favorite profile of all time with this Sean Mendez piece. <laughs> the headline reads Sean Mendez, Confessions of a Neurotic Teen Idol. Chef's kiss of a headline. Yeah. And then the subhead, also perfect. He has three number one albums, legions of fans, and amazing hair. Now, if he could just chill out. <laughs> <laughs> it's fabulous. I think it's a 
perfect summation of this man at this point of his life. I know because it's clear that Sean Mendes and he's been very vocal about this struggles mm-hmm. with anxiety and like yeah. had a lot of anxiety, especially early in his career, which I totally understand because how can you not when you're 16, 17 and singing girls to are screaming stadiums. your name and following you down the street. Yeah. yeah. Like we both would if we saw him. Yeah, oh <laughs> no, we wouldn't. No, we, we wouldn't. Would be no, we different. wouldn't. Yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. He really struggles with anxiety and through line of this profile is that he is like, trying to figure out how to take care of himself, take care of his voice, be a good person, and still live this, like, insane pop star, rock star life. Mm. I don't think he realizes at this point that those two things don't mesh. Like, he's becoming a new type of pop star or rock star. He's not the NXS Guns N' Roses type of front man. No, exactly. He's going to be, like, the holistic, <laughs> sweet yeah, angel boy. Sweet angel boy. Wild. But he's trying so hard to align with that idea of what a pop star or rock star is. We'll get into all of that. No surprise here. He was raised in a religious family. Mm. Played youth soccer in Canada. Went to school, was in glee club in high school. He took some acting lessons and even auditioned for Disney Channel when he was like in Toronto. Oh, so he's been ready. Yeah. It was an intention where he's like, I want to do this. Right, right, right. More so than it was like, like, oh, I'm I'm just just going to post something on Vine and then, oh, no, like I'm plucked. And people just loved him from the beginning. It was clear, like, his fans are rabid Mm. in a way that just, like, I mean, how can you not with that smile? That megawatt smile. We can't be objectifying this I know. It's just, (laughs) we gotta pop the brakes. It's true. No, you're right. You're right. But it's, it it just feels, like, inextricable. Shawn Mendes, the face, and Shawn Mendes, the musician, and Shawn Mendes, the man. He is a pop product. He In the truest sense of the word. It's Britney. It's Britney Speck. It is. It's the face. It's the body. It's the package. It's the look. It's It's the look. Yeah. It's the look. And for him, that look is that, like, little wife beater with the, Mm. like, acoustic guitar and the gorgeous hair and playing and lifting his little leg up. And it's just, it's a whole experience. Yeah. Let me just kick off the profile here. If it's all right with you, I'm going to read the whole first paragraph. Please. (laughs) Sean Mendez was up late in his hotel room a few nights ago, scrolling through photos online. He kept seeing top 40 A-listers with their partners. Maybe it was Dua Lipa and her boyfriend or Justin Bieber and his model fiance. And he was starting to get a little jealous. I had this thought, Sean Mendez says. I have to get paparazzied with someone. Who am I going to get? I'm not relevant. But he gave up on the idea just as quickly. I was like, oh, you fucking idiot. Why did you think that? Mendez thinks about this kind of thing a lot. As a kid from a Canadian suburb, he became famous not long after he picked up the guitar for the first time, drawing half a billion views on the defunct social media app Vine with six-second covers of songs by Bieber and Ed Sheeran. Today, he's Hollywood handsome with six-pack abs and a signature fragrance, eight ninety eight at Walmart. It's easy to be skeptical of his success, just as Mendez himself, a self-described extremely neurotic 20-year-old who spends much of his time second-guessing his career choices. It's literally my biggest fear to wake up tomorrow and nobody cares, he says. <laughs> this is like, waste no time. Absolutely not. Like, And also, pull no punches. Like, I he's know. going for the jugular from the get-go. It's a really intense opener. Think of like, the worst thing you think and then you say out loud to a friend and then it's like that's what they open (laughs) obviously i mean now we're talking five years later there's been a lot of paparazzi girlfriends Mm -hmm. and candid not so candid paparazzi shots that you're like okay there's got to be something going on here and it seems like there was years ago this was his intention this was his plan it's funny to me that his biggest stressor is not being famous. And now it makes sense to me, you telling me a little bit about his background and like the Disney. Well, imagine though that he writes here about how he got famous a few years after picking up the guitar for the first time, Mm. which like, you know, when you're 16, it's not like you could have been playing for 10 years really. But I can't imagine that like 13, he learns how to play the guitar. Mm. 16, he's touring with Taylor Swift on a massive stadium tour. For sure. I'm sure you don't feel worthy of it in the moment. But also, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I could do without it. You know, I've made enough money. I'm proud of my work. The fact that he's like ready to be a star. And how many people can you say have been ready to be a star that we have discussed? No. And like a lot of them came to it unwillingly almost. Yeah. Or randomly. They're like fame is a byproduct of 
this experience like it's not the goal it's the byproduct it's what comes along with it it's the downside of doing this kind of work yeah he's saying I want this to be the main component I totally see what you're saying and I feel like it's also so strange that he has this anxiety about being not relevant after he has had three number one albums almost a hundred arenas and then stadiums, like for sure to follow. He fills arenas. Yeah. Always on the Billboard top 100s, top 200s. Like his songs are squarely up there on the radio, playing mm. in clubs. And his image in the public eye has been squeaky perfect. clean. Squeaky clean. So his main objective here is to obviously build the long-term career. Yeah. That's similar to people he admires, right? The Ed Sheerans of it all, the Taylor Swifts. And it's a lot of pressure. I know. And the way he's dealt with this pressure is by coming up with a strict set of rules. And I'm going to read them out to you. Because honestly, maybe they're rules we should all live by. (laughs) Rule one, hit the gym every single day. Every single day. It's the single that really stayed with me. Because I was like, what about weekends? What about weekends? (laughs) Don't you mean like five days a week at most? Yeah. What about your rest days? I know. You need the rest days so your muscles can rebuild. Rule two, two vocal lessons per day. Again, that's not, it's that's what? not good. That's not, that's too much. <laughs> How can you structure a day where you have two vocal lessons and you're going to the gym? It's like, that's already what? Like five hours accounted for? Two vocal lessons. And a gym every single day. Whoa. Rule three, never say no to a selfie. <laughs> Which is going to come in handy for us one I day. I know. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yes. I love rule three. Rule one and rule two. They I can know. go. They can go. They can go. Rule three has to stay. Yeah. Um, which Patrick writes, this means that every hotel he stays at becomes a de facto meet and greet with anywhere from a few fans to several thousand lining up outside and hope. I think now maybe it's slightly more balanced. Yeah. He recently had a big profile where he talked about how he's sort of like been saved totally by spirituality and meditation and how that's played such a big part of his life. And that was, that even like popped up here, um, in 2018, he also had a music documentary that sort of went behind the scenes and he talks about journaling and meditating and how meditation has been huge for his anxiety. And he has these, what did it say? The, the voice, my voice is strong. Oh, he has his little manifestations. Yeah. Manifestations that he writes like over and over again in a journal of like my strong, my voice is strong and healthy. My voice is strong and healthy. My voice is strong and healthy. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. No, no. I think I, yeah, I think that's his biggest insecurity. If he loses the voice, he loses the relevancy, he loses the fame. The emphasis that he puts on his voice, which obviously a lot of singers do, it's their instrument, but he's constantly referencing his voice in comparison to other artists. I remember him talking about like a collab with Camila Cabello being like, she can out sing, you know, rings around me and Justin Bieber. Like, I didn't know if I was going to be able to hit the note. Bieber's such a good singer. It seems to be actually one of his big insecurities is, is the voice thing. How would you describe his voice? Maple syrup on a Sunday morning, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. I'd agree. Beautiful voice. Beautiful voice. Really nice control. Yeah, really good vibrato, comes in at the right time, great range. And, and so clean. He's a tenor. Yeah. Yeah. Was that so technical? No, it was per- I mean, I asked you because you're a retired songstress, <laughs> but I also asked you because I would just be curious what, no, like, what your take is. It's because, lovely. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. It's lovely. His singing voice and his speaking voice. Totally different. Yeah. But also have the same quality of Disney princess type. I get dressed in the morning by birds. La 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 la. Like soft and cuddly. Yeah. Even though his regular voice, speaking voice is like much more breathy. And I'm like, should we play it? Yeah. <laughs> should yeah. We play a little a clip. A little clip. I mean, we could play a clip of his voice. I think we should. Just I think, like him speaking? I think so. This is a little bit of interview. So good. So do you. Thank you. Yeah. The goal is the vibe. I don't know if always wore gold, but I feel like there comes a point in a boy or a man's life when he starts wearing gold. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't be more I perfect. Love him. I, I love it. Everything that comes out of his mouth is just extraordinary. It's extraordinary. No, I don't know anyone like him. He's so unselfconscious. He is. Yeah. He's free. He's so free. He and he. I watched so many interviews of yeah. him before yeah. before we sat down here today, and in all of them. It's shocking, like, his ability, his line delivery is, like, nothing I've ever heard. No. Like, where he's just, like, I wrote this down from the documentary. I'm just a guy, and I love music. 
something he says in the documentary. Yeah. He wants to be liked very badly. Even in this situation, right? He's sitting down with Zane Lowe in this interview clip I just played. And he is immediately complimenting the interviewer. He's pulling out one specific detail and honing in on it and making sure the interviewer feels seen and appreciated. The only person who's done that for me is Chris Evans, who when I sat down (gasps) to interview him, he was like, I absolutely love your jumpsuit. And I was like, thank you, Chris. <laughs> Cut from the same cloth, honestly. I know. And they have the same impact. They do. They have the same All effect. American butter noodle boy. Butter noodle boy. Yeah. Sean Mendez, a younger version. He could become a Chris Evans. I wonder. Because I really do wonder what he'll be in the future, you know? I know. I don't like the way that we fetishize youth in this country no, and like no, all no, around, no, 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 no. but he is someone that I'm like, he cannot get old. Like his whole thing is like yeah. the purity of youth. He's been 16 the whole time. How old is he right now? Right now, 24. What? Yes. He's 24? He's 24 today. He's turning 25 this year, I think. (laughs) He's 24 and three quarters. Yeah. No. Yes. Wait, that actually makes me feel physically Doesn't that make you feel like a haggard old witch? Yes, it makes makes me feel like a haggard old witch. It makes me feel like extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, like we shouldn't have been talking about it. We should never have said his name. No. I'm like, stop recording. Stop recording. No. No, he's so young. Help. I know. I thought at least, I thought like 26. 26. I know. No mama. No mama. No mama. No No grandmama. No (laughs) grandmama. No. Oh my God. And I actually can't imagine what it was like to sit with him. Like, I, I, I don't believe... I think envy is very dangerous, but I envy yes. Patrick here to be able to sit down with a 20 year old Sean Mendez where in Portugal. Yeah. And then they go and they travel to Budapest together. <laughs> and there are just moments, moments like this. Let me read this for you. They're getting into a car and Sean Mendez quips. Do you want to sit in the middle? He asks me. Nah, I'm kidding. I'll squeeze. <laughs> and he gets to meet his family. He like basically goes to a family reunion yeah. with Sean Mendez. So I didn't realize this. So f- Sean's family is from Portugal originally? His father. Yeah, okay. his father's side of the family. And his mom is English. Got it. Yeah. British English. British, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so Manny Mendez is his father, and he's described as gelled hair, goatee, shades, and a polo shirt. Wait, can I... I'm just humiliated that oh I've my- been <laughs> modeling Chris after a 24-year-old child. Actually, you're right. I His look has been similar. His look... And his look is gray. And he, and he got look. Stephen on the wife beaters now. Stephen ordered the same wife beaters that Chris has. That's Sean's impact. Yeah. Are we allowed to say wife beaters? Wife pleases is the hot new name for it. I, I like that. It definitely pleases me. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That was so gross. <laughs> this is even hornier than last oh week. Oh, my God. Oh We're my hopeless. God. But, yeah, so they're in Portugal. So they show up to a restaurant that Sean Mendes's cousin owned, and his whole dad's side of the family is there. He... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Reading this one pull out as we go, that the last time they were in Portugal, Sean decided to sing in public for the first time. Imagine this. I'm setting the scene. He is walking through the Portuguese streets. He sees a statue. He's so compelled and inspired by the song Grenade by Bruno Mars. He gets up on the statue and starts to sing Grenade. Easy come, easy go. Can you imagine you're on a vacation? You're strolling through the cobblestone streets and you catch sight of that. <laughs> you, catch, you catch a little glimpse of that. I thought you were doing the POV as me as Sean. It's so much funnier no, to I'm, be seeing no, Sean I, the on the every man, The everyman. No one would believe you if you were like, I swear to God, I saw Sean Mendez arm in arm with the statue of a king singing. Bruno Mars. No, it's the same spec. And I don't know if you've ever seen that old video of Halsey singing Blink-182, I Miss You in the Mall to teenagers. No. Can I play? Yeah, play. As I stare, I counted. Yeah. No, no. Catching things. No. Like indecision Halsey. Foot on the ground. Foot on the linoleum floor of the mall. Air conditioning blasting all around. This is this is what it's, this is how it reads to me. 
I was a singer for many years and this is the whole reason I never wanted to pursue this career because singers are looking for any opportunity to jump up and start singing. Yeah. They can sniff out a guitar. No. Did someone just say, no, no one asked, no one said. This is one of my like, my firmly held beliefs is that if I could sing, I I don't think we'd be friends. I don't think I'd have... I think I would be insufferable. No, it's... You become insufferable. Because I would just... Oh, what did you say? Huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I yes. would be... Oh, my God. It's driving in the car with the radio on and someone starts doing runs. Yeah, it's untenable. It's unbearable. I agree. And that's why Sean is here and I am here. I know. <laughs> I know. Regret, regret, regret. Um, so, yeah, that happened on a... Okay, yeah, we're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. I, I know where you're going. Only... Once have we had this feeling where we were like, we could read this entire profile out word for word. That's so true. What was that profile? I think it was Katie Weaver, or Justin Bieber. It was Katie Weaver. Where we Bieber. were like, what are we going to pull out from here? It when was every impossible. Line we is good. Every line is good. We are now going from Sean's heart beating, him singing Easy Come, Easy Go to another incredible anecdote. Yeah. Yeah. So they're in the beach town of Lagos in Portugal when Patrick notices sean's eyes start to wander elsewhere three girls in bikinis are walking up from the beach <laughs> can i can i yeah. just read the, yeah you can, read can i do his voice yeah there's definitely some cuties here wait no there's definitely some, <laughs> I can't do it. there's definitely some cuties here sean says <laughs> just don't expect him to talk to them dude i have no game he adds there's definitely some cuties here is going into the lexicon. That is what I am singing out every time I walk into a bar, every time I walk into a laundromat. There are some cuties everywhere. Yeah. Then his dad is like, the Mendes family's good looks actually work against us. And Sean goes, there's less we have to do because of the good hair. We're already 10 steps ahead. 10 whole steps ahead. But being good looking doesn't make you have game. And that's true. I'm not going to get rizzed on the street by old no. Sean Mendes. No. He's going to need to bring something more to the table that's than just true. that head of hair. Yeah, that's so true. true. Bruno Mars grenade. Yeah, we're not going to get lost in it. And then his um, head of marketing, a man named Justin Sterling, who is 25, speaks up and says, all Sean has to do is open up his Instagram DMs, see all the blue check marks and choose. But it doesn't happen often. You've got to read the next one. I mean... No, you read it. Go. We were popcorning. <laughs> Popcorn reading. The profile. <laughs> one day, brother, Sean says, maybe now that I'm 20, I said fuck on stage the other day. That was a big day. I immediately felt bad about it. <laughs> like, oh my oh God. My God. Oh this, my it's God. like you, ca you cannot even blink. You cannot pause. You cannot scroll in this profile. No. Because every little nugget is gold. There are no stones to sift through. No. I agree. And then we're <laughs> off. We're off to the races. We arrive at the cousin's restaurant, a place called Cafe Domar. And all of his relatives are ta a tops. Ta wow. Freudian <laughs> slip. <laughs> All of his relatives are tops. <laughs> no, they're all tan and super friendly, just like Sean. And I found this part so, so funny. I know. Where the writer is like, do you want to catch up with your family? Like, here, here, <laughs> We can take a beat. Yeah. And he says, no, it's fine. They don't speak English. So it would be very hard. <laughs> can I see the next part? Yes, you can. <laughs> it's just insane. So basically, they're sitting down for the interview. He orders some chicken and he tells... <laughs> He tells the journalist that he had like a really relaxing morning. And Sean's like, well, I went to the gym, laid out in the sun and listened to some soft pop hits on Amazing. Spotify. Hit and my line if you know what that means. Call me as soon as you hear this. Soft pop what hits? What is a soft pop hit? I don't know, but we need them. Oh my God. Every single sentence is incredible. He's talking about how he went to Amsterdam and then says, I love weed. <laughs> I wouldn't tweet that. Not yet, at least. When I'm home, I'll smoke and then play guitar for seven hours. He also saw shrooms for sale in Amsterdam, but opted not to try them. I wanted to so badly, he says. Okay, so this is my dream. You, me, okay, maybe not oh you. Oh my God, stop. Not you. Me, Sean, desert, shrooms. shrooms. Can Just, you imagine? Can, 
That's... I don't think Chris would let me go. <laughs> Honestly, he shouldn't. What you're liable to do out there <laughs> under the stars with the 24 year old. Oh god, I've never felt like so ashamed of myself over the course of this profile. Well, he's only two years younger than me, so I yeah, I'm, you're okay. I'm 26. He's 24. You're feel- almost 27. I have a couple months to go. I'm, I'm halfway. I'm I'm 26 and half. Yeah, and he's almost 25. You, on the other hand, you're engaged. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you are engaged to be married, woman. I know. You're right. <sighs> and I'm like you. You're in a very tenuous like. <laughs> Your terrible. relationship is shaky AF. <laughs> you hop in a car and head straight to Joshua Tree. No, 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 no. Oh no. my god, no. that's so funny. I'm like now we're talking about our relationships. We said we never do. But speaking of relationships. We're right in there with the next paragraph. Enter Haley Baldwin. Does anyone remember? Where were you? Where were you during these two weeks? When Shawn Mendes and Haley Bieber showed up together at the Met Gala holding hands. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, she's referenced in this profile as Haley Baldwin, of course. Oh. This is pre-Justin Bieber marriage. Oh my God, you're right. Right. So this must be really fresh for him. So he was dating Haley. They showed up at the Met Ball together. And then literally within the month or the following month... Justin proposes to Haley and she is back with her other Canadian. So Sean's fresh off a heartbreak and acknowledges in this interview that they were more than friends, but he's reluctant to call it a relationship. Taking it back to the Justin episode. Doesn't that again, just like timeline wise, Justin would have been probably with Selena at this point in like couples therapy, Mm, Hillsong. Yeah. And then Haley is off with Sean Someone who, I mean, by all accounts is very similar to Justin in terms of pop star, Canadian, heartthrob status. In this profile, they talk about how Bieber appeared to take shots at Mendez. That was the no-brainer. Oh DJ Khaled. The lyric is, it ain't that hard to choose him or me, be for real, baby. It's a no-brainer. I feel like that could be a reach, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It feels like that song was probably written like six months before it. Oh, Any for of sure. this happened. For sure, for sure, for sure. But it, it's it's convenient for this narrative. It is. He goes, I texted Haley, congratulations. <laughs> I don't know why or where I'm going. I know. <laughs> and I am really happy for them. She's still one of the fucking coolest people ever. She's not just a beautiful person visually, but she's one of the most beautiful hearts I've ever met. I know who he is. I know who he is. Who? He's Ben Stiller in Zoolander. Heart of gold. Sweet, heart of gold. Best intention. Too precious for the industry. I wonder how meditation has changed him. If that's like, it's clear that I think he's only come to know himself more and more. Yeah. Which that's a kind of wisdom and intelligence, right? He says at this point that his personal life has been causing him like a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. But he's he's non-traditional in the sense that people are like, I want to keep my private life private. Yeah. As evidenced by the opening paragraph of this profile, he's like, I want everyone to know that I am out with the gals. And then he reveals why, more or less. I know. So here's when we get into it. Yeah, we get into it. This is the, t- I feel like this is the toughie. The gay. The gay. The, the gay. gay of it all. Hi, gay. Yeah. Hi, gay. Hi, gay for sure. The thing is that the duration, I feel like, of Sean Mendez, Mendez's career there have been speculations about his sexuality, his queer, and I don't think it's our place no. to say to confirm, it, or, to deny. confirm or deny <laughs> whether he is. We don't know. We really don't know. We so don't let's know. just preface it by saying we do not know. Can we share what we have heard? No, no, no. We can't share. Yeah, no. Nothing can be said. But but <laughs> <laughs> that said, okay. Well, I will. I will say this. Yeah, industry insiders mm-hmm. and. Other people in the community, Happy Pride, mm-hmm. have speculated that he may be queer. Yeah. Yes. I mean, aren't we all? Totally. Yeah. I feel it's sexuality is on a spectrum. Yes. And I think that it is reductive to be like, is Sean Mendez gay or is yes. he straight? We're also overlooking like the big elephant in the room, which is that when someone is that attractive... And also, like, Shawn Mendes is admittedly very femme. He's not, like, a butch, straight frat bro. And is also so good-looking. It's very easy for all genders to want to fuck. 
You're explaining this as a biologist, <laughs> putting your biologist hat on. <laughs> he is, like, it's normal. The profile really does touch on this for a while. Clearly asked him a lot of questions about this, which mm. this is something that is clearly caused some pain for Sean. I mean, this is five years ago, right? Yeah. This would be off limits now. That'd be like, we're, yeah, not, we're right. not addressing the gay thing. Yeah. So don't even try no, it. No, of course. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. You're so right. Mm. You're so right. This is the quote. I'll read it. I feel like that's the strongest way. In the back of my heart, which... <laughs> already i feel like i need to be seen with someone like a girl in public to prove that i'm not gay even though in my heart i know that it's not a bad thing there is still a piece of me that thinks that and i hate that side of me yeah also again to bring it full circle to what we were discussing earlier he is always photographed with girls and not just like grainy through the car window shots like very like we're holding hands and swinging them in public kind Mm -hmm. of shots yeah I do find it interesting here, and maybe you can dissect this for me or like shed some light on it. Patrick writes, he pulls out his phone to show me his Twitter account. His name is the only recent search. I know. Why is that? I think it's like a, he he's Googling himself. Like he, like the only thing he's looked up on Twitter is his own name. Oh, oh, oh. So he's not purposefully sharing with the writer like, oh, look, I only looked myself up. No. He like, just happens to open it and his name is the... <gasps> I know. I thought he was being like, look, I don't search out gay guys. I only look at myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what I took from it. <laughs> oh, no, this is so much worse. I know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it's like, it's clear that this is a major anxiety from him. And he, at one point, addressed it directly to his fans. He made a video where he said, you fucking guys are so lucky I'm not actually gay and terrified of coming out. That's something that kills people. That's how sensitive it is. Do you like the songs? Do you like me? Who cares if I'm gay? What are you looking up? What are you typing? I'm going to see if we can find the video. Oh, do you think this is going to be... Better or worse than Halsey. So I don't usually do this and bring up problems, but I noticed a lot of people were saying that I give them a gay vibe. First of all, I'm not gay. Second of all, it shouldn't make a difference if I was or if I wasn't. The focus should be on the music, not my sexuality. I want you guys to think, hey, maybe I shouldn't be judging someone or wait, it actually doesn't even matter. They can do or be or feel however they want to feel. I'm sick. No, that plays into every element that's woven into this profile of like, he is so aware of the perception of him. Mm-hmm. He is so aware. You're, he's so young. He's so Wouldn't young. Wouldn't you? You know how you said how you couldn't have been famous on Vine because at the time that Vine was happening, you were like too, like too self-conscious. Too self-conscious. It's like he is famous at the time that he is too self-conscious to be famous. And so but, he's just like watching yeah the videos and reading all the comments it's clear that he spends hours reading the comments because he talks about it in a positive light later he says that he was up until 3 a.m sobbing reading the comments to one of his songs and he oh my god it's such a beautiful i broke down in my hotel room i just started crying and i was like this is why you talk about the shit that's actually real i was like god don't ever fucking question the feeling of writing the truth again and this was after he released In My Blood. And it's his like motivation to make timeless music that becomes canon. Or is it to become the biggest superstar in the world? I don't know. Stay relevant. I just don't know. You'll have to interview him and ask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. There is a lot between the lines here. Yes. At this point, he gets into Taylor Swift taking Mendez on tour and how um, she at one point put glittery eye makeup. There was like a video of her putting glittery eye makeup on him and she texted it to him, which like so sweet of her yeah. to be like, is it okay if I post this? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, totally. And then like woke up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night being like, oh shit, like I shouldn't have done that. It'll like feed into the gay rumors. Yeah. He talks about how he grew up with 15 female cousins, braiding his hair, painting his nails and that he's like really okay with being a little more feminine. And that's like the way he is. Yeah. It's like, yeah, of course he's going to comment on a crop top. If you grew up with 15 cousins, you're like hot, like cutie outfit. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you, you, you have to expound upon that. You cannot just drop crop top and walk away. I know. Yeah. Well, there's a video of him that circulated. It sort of, <laughs> it feels similar to me as the Leah Michelle can't read things where it's like every so often a video pops up that like becomes embedded feeds, in the culture. Yeah. Feeds into the <laughs> yeah. the rumor. And same with Sean Mendez where a video was circulating of him 
basically talking about i i love men in crop tops like men should always like that's so cool boys get yeah. the belly out and then everyone was like look <laughs> which is not totally fair it's people of all sexualities love crop tops for many reasons <laughs> name one <laughs> because you can't do they're, it they're because no, no name one oh, of one. the other oh, sexuality oh, 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 well, i don't know i don't know i don't know yeah he talks about how he's like a Trying. little bit more feminine. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit more feminine. Fe- oh, my God. Feminine. <laughs> feminine. Drunk. Drunk off my ass. Drunk uh, in love, honestly. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm blushing. I like my face You are hot. sweating. I am sweating. <laughs> I did so much preparation. I have so much to say. Yeah. This could go on. A two-parter. I said we go live on Instagram. <laughs> oh, my God. We would be arrested immediately. I know. Yeah, this is like making a threat to the president. Okay, this was another between the lines. I'm curious what you think about this. Yeah. When the song came out in March, Mendez was in a movie theater watching Love, Simon, a comedy drama about a closeted teenager whose sexuality is exposed by his classmates. He had a panic attack in the theater and had to leave early. I just have my head in my hands. I know. There's a few parts like this. Yeah, the the quiet part is said loud. He's right to include this. Like if someone... Yeah, if someone said this to me, it's it's juicy. I'd want it in there. But this does almost feel cruel. Clearly, this is so distressing for him. And then to cut straight to the one gay romantic comedy ever made at this point and say that he had a panic attack when he saw it in the theater. Christ, it's a little bit too... It's on the nose. Mm, I don't know. I mean, the whole thing about the panic attacks is they come when you least expect them. Yeah. It's like sometimes I'm in a Ralph's parking lot and it's like... Right. Why would I? Totally. But then... He just relates to the persecution of it all. Yeah. And I'm just stressed out by grocery stores. (laughs) So we all have our struggles. Back to the profile. (laughs) So we've been in Portugal. Now we are flying to Budapest, which again, I'm like the access. Traveling around Europe with talent. I also wonder uh, how long this duration was, like how long he had with him. Mm -hmm. But this feels egregious like this feels like too much to give someone private jet flight from portugal to budapest absolutely insane so yeah they're on their way to hungary on a jet and wait this is the craziest transition yeah we get a quote from ed sharon out of nowhere oh my god out of literally nowhere right yeah like patrick interviewed ed sheeran for this who says sean had the opportunity to be a dick because he was so young and famous this is when he popped off on vine but he's genuinely one of the nicest guys in the industry which confirmed confirmed okay so we're in budapest yeah have you been no i haven't i totally should we say budapest budapest that's true yeah my dad that's like saying ibiza though it's kind of ibiza (laughs) croissant Yeah, yeah, we gotta leave. I in. challenge you to say bruschetta with a straight face to a survey. I never know what the balance is there. There's one Serbian restaurant in LA, and when I go there, I'm full Serb. I'm like, I'll have the chivapi with the, the like, yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. full accent on everything. Usually, you're just Ser- like a promoter at a club on I a Sunday am, night. I am. I'm like, baby, baby. And, <laughs> but Italian restaurants, it's the worst, I think, when you start strong and then you peter off when yes. you're like, bruschetta. But, but like, or when you start with a grazie and then you move to like, thanks, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's rough. Oh, I God. think the trick is to not roll the R, but like pronounce the CH hard. So, so, so do it that. Bruschetta. Like you'd be like, oh, oh yeah. It sounds less pretentious, but it's still closer to the... That's, yeah. No, yeah. that's true. Budapest. We're in Budapest. <laughs> where my father escaped in the middle of the Yugoslavian war. So I've been. It's absolutely gorgeous. Anyway. So he lands... And, and everyone's hot. And everyone's hot. Where is the quote? Do you have it? Are you yeah. looking at it? He works his way through the crowd and blows one last kiss as he gets into the next van. Is everybody here gorgeous? He says, did I just stumble upon the most beautiful country in the world or something? They all have these beautiful eyes. I know. And then he, yeah, he talks about, he writes, Mendez is not in the mood. Like he goes and he's about to have an interview with like some Hungarian press people. Mm. And he says, Mendez is not in the mood for it right now. His voice wasn't working when he woke up this morning. He spent last night feeling depressed in his hotel room. And the Hungarian reporter across from him keeps asking clueless questions. Um, And it's like, I mean, honestly, if you, I mean, this is what anxiety really looks like at the end of the day. It's like, you're fine. And then you're not, it's like something kind of throws you off and you're feeling kind of weird and stressed for Mm. no, like 
understandable reason. And then the the reporter that he's like struggling with says, what do you think about being called the new Justin Bieber? I love Justin. He replies flatly. Mm, I know. Yeah, imagine that. Your ex's new fiance mm-hmm. is your key comp. Oh, oh my that God. Sucks. In the shadows of giants. Yeah. Patrick writes, he tells me he's been feeling down, that the heat and travel has been getting to him. You know when you're in a state of unhappiness when you have no reason to be unhappy, he says? I hate that. But he has a trick. Yeah, he's got, he's a got, a he's got rules and yeah. he's got tricks. He's I don't got know both. if any of the Argos have any personal experience with mental illness. Forget therapy, forget medication. Sean Mendes stands in front of the mirror with, shakes his head, sticks his tongue out and puts himself in a stadium of people that love him. So, uh, yeah, you, we should be all be trying this. Yeah, I agree. This is self-care. Like a gratitude meditation or yeah. like meditations where you're supposed to kind of like envision yourself basked in light, like positive light. He's sort of doing the equivalent of this. Just like 50,000 people screaming his name. Yeah. and Which probably would work for me. Then someone from Mendez's team comes by with a tray of Hungarian liquor shots. Are they strong? Mendez says after picking one up. That's classic me. Is it strong? He tosses it back. Whoa, he says, grimacing before chasing it with beer. That's strong. Wow. I know. Baby on the town. Baby on the town. Because this baby piece... took his diaper off and yeah. he's, he's, he's swinging around. He's swinging. Oh, no. We can't say that. What? Swinging. No, I was saying swinging the diaper around. Oh. Why are you? <laughs> no. no your I... mind? No, your mind. No. You literally did a Britney Spears like finger point swinging motion, which I assumed would be the diaper. I, I understand where you were action. coming from. No. Do you understand where I'm coming from? You need to be put on a leash. <laughs> it's, uh, someone's going to rein you in. No. I. <laughs> it's a misunderstanding. And also incredible that this journalist was able to find him in a country where it's legal that he gets drunk with Sean Oh, so lucky. He's performing at this festival in Budapest and Kaigo, you know, the DJ of... I don't know. At least we well. stole the show. There it is. Fame. Yeah. Yes. He is in the trailer next door and they get together. I've actually interviewed Kaigo. Nice man. Virgo. Oh. Another Virgo. Oh my God. Yeah. Get together. The boys hit it off and then they both get behind the bar and start serving drinks. I don't know if you've seen a video of this. I have. I have not. Oh, I'll show you at a later date. But it's just both of them kind of looking clueless in front of this full bar. And then someone's like, kind of like, what's the drink of the night, you guys? And they just say, vodka soda. So basically, Mendes starts like pouring drinks, but they're bad drinks. He doesn't put ice in the vodka soda. And then he pours like draft beers that are like 90% foam and tells some guy to like drink it quick before it dissolves, which is someone who's never had a beer in their life. Oh my God. <laughs> Mendez stops to arm wrestle Kaigo, who wins. And then, and then a, made, little, I know. a little cute Hungarian bartender steps in and they really, they get, they get along. Yeah. They go to the music festival and they're like running across the festival grounds. Around 3 a.m., it's time to go. Patrick, the writer, assumes that he would be riding home with Mendez and his team, but his security guard puts him in another van randomly. And then when he arrives at the hotel, he sees Mendez and the bartender getting out of a different car and heading up to his room. I know. 20. 20. 20. Yeah, that's 20. That's 20. That is 20. Yeah. I traveled internationally at 20, and I actually never felt older than I did on that trip. I was drinking gin and tonics and bringing the house down. With what? Dance. <laughs> dance. With dance. With the power of dance. With the power of dance. <laughs> then a few weeks later, uh, the writer sees Mendez at the cover shoot. And he talks about how like, oh man, the next morning in Budapest was rough. And some fans started speculating that he was like seeing the bartender or definitely like slept with her uh, because he ended up following her on Instagram that night. And he corrects the records by saying that when Mendez was in the bathroom, the bartender grabbed his phone and followed herself from his account, which is bold. And then he shakes his head. Gotta give her credit for that. And that's, that's it. The end. That's the end. 
That's the profile for wow. you. Wow. I love I loved that ending because it was a total callback to the intro paragraph where he's scrolling Instagram and looking at photos of like Dua Lipa and Anwar Hadid mm-hmm. and full circle he sleeps with this random bartender who then just follows us up on instagram and fans take note i know so i mean it just shows that his his power his impact people are following people are looking i know and he didn't love this profile no he didn't love this profile let me find the actual tweet so Mm. i can come straight from the horse's mouth he says of course i have my insecurities and struggles but that's just one part of me mendez tweeted Sometimes the positive side of the story doesn't always get fully told, and I wish it had here. I love what I do, and I love you guys so much, he tweeted out to his fans. It definitely did focus on his anxieties and his worries that he's being perceived as gay, or he's being perceived as, like, not famous enough, or he's... It's, like, very much about how he's being perceived and who he's being perceived with, and... Rather than, like, I love my job, it's the best job in the world. It's very funny not wanting to catch up with the uncles and aunts, like the bartender and the... It is really lively. It oh is, my God. I it be- doesn't let you rest for a second. No, it's like it truly is like a whirlwind couple days in Europe with one of the biggest pop stars in like coming up in the world right now. Yeah. And I understand that why he wouldn't be happy with this. It does make him sound a little bit neurotic. Well, a little bit neurotic. It's in the headline. Yeah. It's true. I mean, he describes himself as neurotic, obviously. Like, that's one of the quotes. But you know what it is? It makes him sound like he takes himself so seriously. And I think that would be what I bristle at, is that I'm not just, like, living and loving like rock star idols do. Mm -hmm. Just being crazy and not caring about the consequences. This is someone who says fuck on stage and then apologizes. He's very aware of himself and how he carries himself. And I think he's still caught up in the Disney audition Vine fame era where he knows he has to be the teen dream, like the squeaky Mm -hmm. teen dream. And it feels like there's been like a lot of healing and work. There was a profile that came out on Billboard in 2022, so way more recent. And that one really opens on how he's been reading religious texts Mm. and did a deep dive on the bhakti movement in hinduism he's spent every thursday meditating and discussing scriptures with jay shetty the the, famous podcaster who life coach to the stars yeah really and spirituality he's quoted as saying is a part of my life that is much bigger than i actually even let on so it's clear that like when he was a 15 year old that signed to island records in 2014 to now he's been i don't know keep afloat like tread water in the way that i'm sure all like young people that guy famous have to do well all signs point to him kind of going off the rails that would be the natural progression for someone who got this famous at this age who's had this much success at this age and he stayed strong like he stayed with it yeah i don't even think he has a tattoo you're joking wait he's got like the bird on his oh wait good boy no you're right you're right you're right good boy how did you (laughs) we've brought up good boy no but it's true he's like squeaky clean and like even with his relationship with camila mendez like it's all camila mendez Wait, that's the Riverdale star, oh Camila Cabello. Oh my God, racist, canceled. <laughs> Camila Mendes. No, Camila Mendes had to address like, that. Like, I'm not Camila Cabello. No, you no, know, that she is not like a fan account for their relationship because it's combining oh, Camila's <laughs> name with Sean's last name. So she had to be like, No, I'm a real person. I'm a real actress. You are okay. Absolutely, I understand. Yeah. Um, I also I, I watched a video also to prepare for this a 12 minute video on YouTube called Shamila cute funny moments for when you're lonely at night they clearly have such a sweet friendship first yeah and foremost. they moved in together to her family's house in the pandemic no yeah, way in Miami I think Florida yeah oh my god and it seems to be really beautiful I mean there's always like they're on again they're off again I'm not sure how much truth there is in any of it I because know. they are so visible when they're on it just doesn't seem that genuine that was super 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 visible when they're on and so is he with all his girlfriends like take from that what you will mm-hmm. i mean pull from this profile what you I will know. in that sense okay so we obviously work in sean to pretty much every episode and in fact i think we've decided after this that this will be a running theme this, yeah and ev- this will be the connecting thread with every profile episode we do there will be a mention of sean mendes in some capacity look for it it's an Easter egg. Yeah, it's a, a hidden little... Mickey, if you yeah. will. <laughs> how do you feel about him now versus, you know, how he went into it? Well, I feel even more tenderness for him now yeah. than I did at the beginning, yeah. honestly. I really admire him. I cannot 
believe being this nice. It's like um, another big cultural moment I feel like is the show Jury Duty. Of course. <laughs> Which is another yes. example of like where did this man come from mm. and how is it possible that he is so nice when no one is watching? Quick backstory. Jury yeah. Duty is non-scripted scripted drama where they take a regular man and put him on a jury full of actors and pretend they're shooting a real life court case as documentarians when really it's all been scheduled and scripted around this man and so he's a complete normie and everyone else's actors he is the most pure uncorruptible man that you could imagine and sean is him sean is this it gives me a similar sense of awe i cannot believe how like sweet like it's goodness incarnate Mm. and it seems like that's what everyone has to say about sean mendes it's like any pull quote any anything anyone describing him like taylor swift loves him ed sheeran loves him like all the biggest people in the world are like that is a sweetie angel yeah and i think that's hard to do because you know who people aren't saying that about justin bieber not to compare them again being compared so much but you're so right this business is gritty and dark and underhanded and oftentimes ruthless yeah and for him to stay like this in the face of it and honestly i think i was a little bit too harsh earlier on when i said this obsession with being relevant keeps cropping up being 20 and feeling like this whole thing is so fragile and you're on a private jet for the first time but like it could all be gone tomorrow that is a very real and completely normal and valid reaction to this level of fame and success we're four or five years on obviously he's coming up on 25 (laughs) and he's this still this guy still this kid which is really really admirable yeah and refreshing i wish him well i really do i know and i love the music we love the music what was the duet that you showed me what is oh, it oh him and camilla's first duet i know what you did last summer and then I, senorita was the follow-up i know i highly recommend you listen to i know what you did last summer after this and then just straight into senorita I and know. just like let that be watch your the music day video. oh god you like don't music. watch oh it oh my god <laughs> watch the music video prepare for a cold shower <laughs> no. no 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 we said we'd be different no. this time no we're not these girls we're good pure of heart girls yeah but senorita did have a profound impact on me when i was 24 and i'm sickened by the fact that he was only 20 which i didn't realize at the time yeah i went to cuba oh it was just too wait you showed me videos of your sister dancing in cuba oh and it was God. one of the best things i've ever my seen. sister famously never listens to this part and will never hear but yeah i watched her dance with many cuban men one after the other while i stood awkwardly to the side and filmed it because she salsas much better than i ever could just natural rhythm like, yeah she she really has it it's like totally it. effortless in no the it's totally effortless and yeah no i just stood off to the side but you know the mistakes were made that trip full cultural immersion let's, i'm like let's leave it there <laughs> Like, you'll have to go to the Patreon for that explanation. (laughs) I think a lot of it was honestly informed by just the sexiness of the Senorita video and wanting to be a part of that and feel something. Wanting to be a part of that. I mean, we're all just trying to be a part of that. (sighs) Sean. Yeah. What is there left to say? Nothing. An amazing, amazing man. Do you follow him on Instagram or anything? I don't think so. Neither do I. (laughs) Why are we acting like we're the literal number one stance? We don't even follow the man. We don't need to see him. I don't need to know to know. Like I have complete trust in him. Mm. If if there was ever a horrible scandal involving him, I feel like I would feel betrayed. I'm so looking forward to when you guys are in the desert doing shrooms together. Oh I my god, I'm counting down wait. the days. Yeah, I know. It's like every day is just one day closer to that. And oh. we have to think about that in our darkest moments. I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be writing that over and over again. He's gonna write, I want a good, strong, healthy voice. I write Shrooms in the Desert with Sean Mendes. Shrooms in the Desert with Sean Mendes. Yeah. And that is a that is gonna be the title of my memoir. There's no better alliteration than Shrooms and Sean. Shrooms and Sean. Shrooms with Sean. Shrooms and Sean. Shrooms with Sean. Sean, Shrooms, and Shamans. No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we really need to wrap this one go. up because we, <laughs> we hope you've had we've had you in stitches. Oh my god. Just know that we can treat you better than any other podcast can. Thanks for getting lost in Japan with us. No, that doesn't work. We're not in Japan. <laughs> my uncle is. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Don't be weird. Goodbye. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.